be the connector. Introduce people, get to know people, ask who are the 20 most influential people and different activities and dreams I have and start uniting everybody that you can. So few people are doing events anymore. They just stopped because you know what? It's, it's honestly, it's easier to sell something on the internet than to host an event. But when you learn to host an event, you learn every other skill needed to succeed as an influencer. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey everybody, it's Brendan and I'm coming in pretty hot today with this topic of masterminds because we just had one. And in fact, uh, I had two back-to-back masterminds. Some of you all were there, I know. So big shout out and celebration. So today's conversation is about masterminds. Should you do them? If you wanna do them, how do you do them? What's the difference between a free mastermind and a mastermind you charge for? What's the structure of these things? Today is all about masterminds. For those who don't know what masterminds are, what happens in them, I really believe they can be transformational for your business. Both transformational if you ever join a mastermind and learn, but transformational as you hold them or sell them are just, they're they're crazy, crazy good things for your company um, in so many ways. So mastermind, what is it? Mastermind is your opportunity to bring like-minded people together 
into a room, so it's an event. When you hear mastermind, people are talking about an event, usually. Historically, masterminds have always been a live event. However, now masterminds include lots of different offer components. It might be live coaching every month. It might be the live event. It might be just on Zoom, talking to people virtually. Um, but the idea is you're bringing people, like-minded people together to share what are their priorities, what are their dreams, and what are the obstacles that get in their way, and how can we as a group in the mastermind support each other? What advice can we give? What resources can we recommend? What books can we recommend? What doors can we open? How can we promote each other? These are the topics of masterminds. Now, some masterminds as live events or virtual groups end up being masterminds that are really topic focused. So the group will just say, okay, we're, uh, you know, we're all focusing on this topic, so let's all come together under that topic. Sometimes they come under a brand or a personality, like some of you have joined my mastermind and you come there and you learn personal development and marketing. And that's passionate for me to teach both and to be part of both. Some of you will join a mastermind or run a mastermind that's very sort of implementation focused. Like our job is to start here and finish there. All of that, and this is important, is your choice. To me, mastermind and running a mastermind is like writing a book. Do it your way. Do it the way that you're gonna enjoy. Do it something that you're gonna be proud of. Because there's a lot of different models we'll talk through today, but I really feel that a mastermind could change your life and change your business outcomes, so we're gonna go deep. Now, the first thing is, I'm gonna address a lot of your questions because this is the whole talk of the town right now uh, of my industry, and many of you guys have seen it. People are asking, how did I get all the people together at the mastermind we just had last weekend? And that one was where we had a collective group of people who literally have had over 10 billion video views. Uh, if you look at 90% of all video views in a motivational, inspirational space, it probably came from, you know, Jay Shetty, uh, you know, Trent Shelton, Prince EA, myself, Rachel and Dave Hollis, and, you know, maybe three or four other people in our space. Marie Forleo as an example. Some of that viral nature of things. We had that whole group. We had people, we had three or four people who've had their companies valued in a billion dollars. We had people who are some of the best copywriters, video producers, best-selling authors, and some number one podcasters in the world, Lewis Howe, Jenna Kutcher, Dave Hollis. Um, just, just an epic group of people. Um, we had people focus on e-com, we had people sell online courses, we had people started coaching groups. But what united us last week was we were all peers and influencers in the space. And people all over, including many of you guys, hit me up on DM asking, like, how do you get a group together like that? I want to give you a couple quick ideas just to get you back in this influencer space, and then we'll go specifically into selling a mastermind if that's what you want to do. Number one rule, if you ever want to attract great people into your world, the number one first rule is be excellent at whatever you do, always. Like, be so good they can't ignore you. You've heard that before. But I love that. What I love to say is be so good and so consistent that you become known for it. Be excellent at what you do. I know when you start in this space, some of you kind of dabble in this thing or you do this or, or just like me, you're putting on your first event or your first online course, and they're not as good as they're gonna be five years from now, but your job is always do the best with what you got, when you got it, and get going now. You know what I'm saying? And I really believe the reason I'm able to track the people we're able to track is because people look up to the results in my career. The, the reason the people came last weekend is they, 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 they see the power and the momentum of my career, they see the integrity of that. They know I'm here of value and service. I'm not asking anything of them. I'm just straight up bringing an amazing group of people, but they'll come because they, they know my brand. They know who I am and what I represent in the marketplace. And I think that's most important. If you want to do an informal mastermind ever, if you ever want to be the gatherer of great people or the linchpin in any given community, it is necessary for you to do your work with excellence, even if you're just starting, even if you're just 
you know, hoping to get going at your dream. Do the best that you absolutely can do. Try to wow yourself. Try to wow other people. And then most importantly, do not disappear. Don't disappear. I know of another person in my industry who's tried to get very many of these same people together and couldn't pull it off. And it's not because I'm fancy or I'm any better. It's that this person just kind of comes in and out of the industry. They're not consistent, you know, and you need to be consistent in the marketplace. I'm always telling you as influencers, I need you to put out a piece of long form content every single week because that, that consistency of good content every single week, that is what helps people know what you represent in the marketplace, right? All these people who came last week, I hadn't met some of them. I literally had never met them, but they knew my content. Does that make sense? Like a Prince EA as an example, right? I think he's had what, three or four billion video views. I never met him. And he was so familiar with what I do because he's watched my videos before, right? He, he knows my, what, my, my content, he knows what I stand for. And so when I put out the invitation, sure. He knew some of the other people in the group who were like, oh yeah, Brendan's gonna do this great. It's gonna be done with excellence, let's go. That, you, you, you cannot minimize your reputation in the marketplace. And the way to minimize your reputation in the marketplace is to be absent, right? If you're absent, no reputation. So your first and foremost job influencers, as I'm always telling you, be there. Long form content, one major long form content a week, we do that YouTube video, then the podcast, it becomes the blog, we chop it up, we put it on social media. Four posts a day on Facebook and Instagram, every day since they began. Literally day one since they began, all the way through. That consistency created the brand that was allowed to do this. Other big ideas before we talk about selling yours, of how do you attract great people in the industry? You've got to get to events. You, you have to go to events. Half the people I met, or, or who came at my personal mastermind the other day, out of 35 plus people, we met at events. Literally at an event. We went to someone's seminar, they were there. I went to their seminar, met them backstage. They maybe came to one of my seminars, signed up for VIP, we met them there. Like getting to events, that's, our industry doesn't really have networking events. And we only have two or three big ones. You've got influencer now, you've got traffic and conversion, you've got like creator world summit or something. You just don't have a lot, right? You, maybe blog world or something like that. Um, what else have we got? South by Southwest has become kind of like an everything kind of thing. That's four. I mean, it's literally four or five big ones. So go to two a year. Let me say it again. Go to two per year. If you're coming to Influencer, awesome. If you're going to High Performance HPX, awesome. That's your two. If you don't have other two booked out yet, just get there. I can't. Being a presence at live events. To this day, I show up at so many events and like, oh my gosh, Brendan's here. He doesn't need to be here. I'm like, yes, I need to be there. You need to be a present person in the industry. Another big idea before we get to the selling yours, if you ever want to track good people, because people say, how did you attract these people? You got to promote other people. You, you, you have to be the champion of the leaders in the industry itself. You have to be the champion of the industry leaders. You, you have to... Promote their books. Even you're, like, even you're like, but Brandon, I only have 10 followers. Tell your, hold up their stuff and talk about it. Like I told in the last live cast I did about how Rachel Hollis had written down for a decade, speak on Brandon Burchard's stages, speak on Brandon Burchard's stages. So what did she do? When my book, High Performance Habits comes out three years ago, she did a book club to her community, which was just growing at the time, just really starting. She did a whole book club promoting my book. She pushed high performance habits to her utmost abilities and that attracted me and then ultimately my whole peer group into her world. One simple action, like this guy, want to get to know him, promote his book, do it really well, and all of a sudden the rest is history, right? Promote others. Next big idea, be the linchpin. You heard me talk about this a lot. I talked about this in my mastermind if you were with us in Puerto Rico. You must try to become the linchpin in your industry or your career. Be the connector, introduce people, get to know people, ask who are the 20 most people 
20 most influential people and different activities and dreams I have and start uniting everybody that you can. I was able to get some people who I'd never met before. Uh, one guy who's you know done a, almost a billion dollars of copywriting. I got him into my group because I had I, I knew somebody else. I made the request to get introduced to this person. They sent me a text. I said, hey, I'm doing this thing. This other person who you like will be there. Like that. Now, let's talk about you actually creating and selling a mastermind. Not just informally gathering, because that's what I just gave examples of. I did those things so I was able to informally gather people. Because I did those things, I could informally gather people. But now I want to talk about, well, what if you just want to start one and sell one? What does that look like? A couple of big ideas first for those who are new to it. Your mastermind is your high-ticket application group. What does that mean? It means whatever your mastermind is, I highly recommend, that's your highest charge. Like the most expensive thing you charge to do with a group of people is called your mastermind, okay? So you charge more for your mastermind than your other events, and you charge more for your mastermind than any of your products, any of your other programs. The only thing you might charge more for is one-on-one -on -one coaching for the year, right? One-on-one -on -one coaching for a year. So for me, the, the only thing I sell higher than mastermind is my private coaching clients. And I only take on six to eight people a year. And I coach them individually every week or every month, depending on how long they've been with me. So my mastermind though, is the highest one. So we have two groups. We have a $20,000 group and a $60,000 group. And some of you guys have seen me offer that at my live events. And I'll tell you how I do that here in a minute. But I want you to think about is your job is to say, okay, I want to bring together people. I want to charge them to bring them together. And in order to get in that group, I'm going to make them fill out an application. And there's two ways to go about this. If you're going for larger masterminds, anyone who fills out the application, if they answered correctly, you let them in. Or they fill out an application and you look at it all and you use that as a basis for you or your team to get on the phone with them and see if they're a right fit for the group. Your job is to always protect the group, get the right people in the group, attract the right types of people. It's why for me, I still, to this day, I don't sell mastermind on the internet. The only way anyone's ever gotten a mastermind in a decade of my career is you had to come to one of my events. Why? Because if you're first to get to one of my events, you have to have bought something from me. And then you get to the event, then you learn about me, you're in our world, you see how we operate, then I offer mastermind, and then it's like, oh, okay, I get what this would be like. So we've kind of filtered the person through from a prospect to a buyer to an attendee to an application. By the time they filled out that application, we know so much about them already that it helps us make discerning sort of choices. So I want you to think about this. Your high ticket application. What does that mean? You need to create an application. You need to create an application in which you ask customers, what are the major things you want to know about them to see if they're right for your group? So yes, you can ask demographic information, where they're from, what their career is, how much money they make, how many kids they have in the house. You can ask all sorts of questions that maybe you're interested in. But I want you to think about your application in 10 questions. Don't go over 10 questions. Think, what are the 10 questions you would need to know about that person? You know, and they can, one of them should be broad. Like we asked the question, what should Brendan know about you as you apply for Mastermind? That's a super broad application question. But they'll be like, oh, I resonate with this message and I have a, you know, a cause that's related to something that he's passionate about or I, I've consumed these things and I'm trying to achieve this goal or I know this person in the Mastermind. You really want to create an application, 10 questions, that's it, okay? Just 10 questions, really challenge yourself. What would you want to know for them to join your group? Create those 10 questions. We're going to come back to the concept of how to sell it in a little while, but I just want you to know it's a high ticket thing. Most masterminds start at $5,000 and they go all the way up to $100,000. But I would say the vast majority of masterminds are, have, have historically in our industry been sold between the $5,000 and the $20,000 mark, meaning probably 90% of all masterminds that have ever been run were between $5,000 and $20,000. When they get more expensive than that, it's usually because 
you were so excellent at what you did, your brand premium is up there, and they really want access to you and your excellence. Okay, so what do you offer to sell a mastermind? These are the four primary components of a mastermind, okay? You have virtual training for your mastermind group. You have the live mastermind event, you get together. You have coaching where you or an individual on your team or someone within the group coaches everybody. And then you have the community, like the Facebook group or the software you use to keep everybody together. So these are the four primary elements. I'll leave them up for a second. And what do you guys can type it down below? So the virtual training, what does that mean? Well, as an example, today when I finish with you all, in an hour, I'll go on Zoom with my mastermind and we'll do a virtual training. I'll teach something for maybe 15 minutes and then I'll spend the rest of the hour just taking any other questions from the mastermind group. That's all virtual. We just do that on Zoom. Then live events. Historically, we've done two or three live mastermind events per year. These are usually two to three day events. Two to three day events. So they're, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. As an example, we might do two or three live get-togethers in person. Live event means in person. I should just wrote in person, okay? But you get the idea. It's like a it's, it's like you all get together at a location. So like we had our 200 mastermind members come down to Puerto Rico. We were together here for three days um, for my first group. And then my second group, I spent an extra day with. That was a live event, right? And I run it like a live event. There's music, there's lights, there's tables, there's clapping, there's swag, right? You, you run it just like a regular live seminar. But instead of a live seminar where it's just teach, 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 you're actively really working to facilitate conversation at the tables. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Coaching, this can be you doing the coaching like I'm gonna do with our virtual members here in a little bit. I'll just go on Zoom and I'll take any of your questions and do Q&A, do some coaching depending on what they need. That's me. You might have somebody on your team do that with your group. And then community, uh, you can have them on Facebook, we use Mighty Networks for our mastermind group, Mighty Networks, because we like to keep it off of Facebook where there's a lot of ads and there's a lot of distraction. And so these are the four primary things. However, these are the four most common things and not everybody does these. For the first five years of my life, all I did was live events. We got together three times a year, that was it. There was no ongoing coaching, there was no Facebook group, there was no virtual. It was just the live events. And for the record, that was so much easier. And there's no reason I couldn't go back to that. I just, I'm that over-deliver guy. So I'm like, we are here for you every single month talking with you, uh, you know, and we want to engage the community and we want to give them free stuff and, you know, all of that. But these are the four primary things you can offer. Now, people say, okay, I'm going to do all that. What do I actually do at the mastermind? Okay, well, there's only two things you're going to do at a mastermind. And when you get this, it's like, oh, that's all it is? The format for all masterminds is there are table shares and there's teaching. And the only thing that's different based on your mastermind or how many times you guys have met or what type of mastermind you wanna run is what the percentages are, right? Sometimes at a mastermind, you have people talk most of the entire time. You're just rotating people at tables or they're coming in at, you know after lunch and you're not letting them save their seats, so you're mixing them up purposely, and they're, you're giving them prompts, activities to share. Um, so example is table shares. At many of my masterminds, I'll teach the group about six main questions they should know about their business. They'll work on those six main questions about their business, and then I'll have them report out to either the full group or to their table group their responses to the six questions about their business. And that's what we call a table share. Does that make sense? But I just gave you some simple gold there. I hope you write it down. One of the easiest ways to facilitate a mastermind is to stand in front of the group, teach, you know, five to 10 concepts, and then give the group time to talk and share about those concepts with each other. Just give them time, okay? Each member has four minutes to share you know, there are six points. 
And then after that, you just let them brainstorm. So that's a big part of the facilitation. Everyone's like, what was your favorite part about having all these you know, celebrity influencers at your event? My wife was asking me this on the walk. And I said, hands down, my favorite thing was we literally, I had the biggest influencers in the world, all teachers, all amazing communication people, all people who can talk and spin a yarn and tell a story. We finished on day three at exactly the finish time. I mean, exactly. We finished at five o'clock on the last day, on the nose. Everybody had gotten to go around the table. All the activities were done that we said we were going to get done. And it was by literally the minute. It was crazy because anyone else trying to moderate that group could have been a super hot mess. But I knew in my mind, I'm like, I can never allow any of these people to go more than 15 minutes in their table shares. And so I was running like a train, man. I mean, literally, even when it was my turn and a woman who just sold her company for a billion dollars is giving me advice. The alarm went off. My time was up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She goes, no, I have more to share. I said, you can share it with me offline. I don't get any more time than anyone else here at the table. And everyone's like, you know, so it's just knowing that the table shares are the magic. You have to figure out how many people do I have? How much time is my event? And you got to work it backwards to get your activities. But the most powerful things are to figure out, and this is what I recommend to you, always start your morning or your live cast with teaching. Always do at least 15 minutes of teaching. It sets the frame of authority that people will listen to you as a facilitator of the group. It shows that you have value to add. It sets the tone of the event. And the teaching doesn't even need to be you speaking to them the entire time. At a mastermind, you can just say, does anyone want to share the breakthroughs or the ideas they had yesterday? And they're there now standing up and kind of teaching their breakthroughs to the group. So it can be like that too. But a table share means you have given them prompts, questions, and now they are sharing it out at their table and you build in a little bit of room where they can also get feedback from the group. That's the format at the end of the day. I know people way overcomplicate it. I want you to teach a bit. Give them a lot of time talking together because that's what they really want. They're going to say they came for the teaching, but when they leave, they're going to remember the table shares and the master, like the group. They're going to remember the magic of all that. Okay. How do you sell it? What are the main ways to sell a mastermind? There's three places to sell a mastermind from that historically works best in the industry. Number one, from the stage. And this is so important. If you do a live event and people came to it, selling a mastermind from that event is going to be your most successful place to sell it from. Also, just talking about getting a stage in your life, everyone's like, how did you get so many people at your event? So many people at my mastermind have spoken at my events. And I really believe this is an untold story in my career. The greatest benefit I ever had was I had a stage. I decided to start doing my own seminars. And once you have your own seminar, guess what? Speakers want to speak and speakers want to speak at any event they can. And if whether you have 20 people or you have 300 people or you have 3000, if you're the person who's producing a show, whether it's a mastermind or another type of event, and you know the industry, reaching out to speakers and asking them to come and speak is so valuable because maybe They'll say, yeah, I want, you know, $20,000, $50,000, $100,000 to speak. Or they'll say, would you buy a copy of my book for everybody there and I'll be there? You just never know where a speaker is in their career. And so you having a stage, you having an event to invite people to, including your mastermind, is profound, is profound. But the best place to sell your mastermind is from your own stage. So if you host an event, it doesn't have to be a big seminar. If you host a one-day event, for people in your industry, and then you offer the mastermind, that's going to be, be, your, be your highest conversions. The second one here is through phone coaching. That means someone's applied to be part of your mastermind or someone's applied to be part of your coaching program. You get them on the phone, you deliver exceptional value and service, you just blow their mind. And then throughout that conversation, you're talking about maybe the benefits that they would have if they were to join your group or to have a small group of people to work with, to grow with. Because the reality is most people 
who have big dreams realize doing it alone isn't going to work. And your job is always to share that when you have a group of people you are striving with, you will get to success faster. When you have a great group of people that you are striving with, you will get to success way faster than by yourself. And I know you know that, but on a phone call, it's your job to help them realize that. When they're like, I want to do this, this, and this, and you're like, and you're still doing it alone? Who's your peer group? Why don't you have a group of people you're striving with together? You'll get there faster and then introduce your mastermind and sell your mastermind. I'll give you some talking points for that in a minute. Next up, good old-fashioned email. If you got an email list and you've been building your email list, then I am here to tell you that there still is still a really great opportunity for you to send a few emails out to the people you already know and tell them you're getting a group together and this is what the group is going to work towards and try to achieve. This is where the group is going to meet, when the group's going to meet, the benefits of the people coming, who might, what the types of people are going to be there, how much a ticket is to that group, and then sell the mastermind like you would sell an event ticket series, meaning you, you basically pick a date where the deadline is going to be. You try to add in your email sequence, you add three or four great pieces of value out to the group or out to the people you're trying to attract. And then you say, hey, we're going to get together to discuss the topics I've been sharing with you in this email series. Here's the price for the ticket. Here's when, or the membership. And here's when to sign up. 72 hours, 48, 24, last call, last chance. That email series still works for high ticket. And I think it's incredibly under leveraged, including by myself, but I just was talking with a friend at the mastermind. I said, what's the best thing you ever did to sell your mastermind? He goes, I just started emailing everybody quarterly and saying, we're getting together. I was like, smart. Just to create that recurring conversation that there is a mastermind. So those are my three favorite ways. So people always say, well, how do I sell it? Got it, Brendan. I need to develop an application. I need to sell it from my event or on the phone or through email. Now tell me about the pitch. What's the argument to people? There's only three reasons people join a mastermind. You're selling strategy, access, and progress. These are the three things that you are selling when you're on stage. Strategy is, hey, listen, by joining this group, you're finally going to get clarity on what you should be doing that works. Because you've been trying everything else but it's not working. You need to know exactly what you need to do. So we're gonna give you the strategies that really work. Second, access. You get access by being in the mastermind to me or to this community of people who can serve you in a network to help you get going faster. So access to you or to the community. You might also sell access to some you know, unique trainings that come along with your program. And last one, progress. At the end of the day, everybody wants progress. And again, they get ahead faster when they're in a group and they have private access to you or access to your team or access to the network or the community that will help them achieve their goals faster. So what do you need to know about somebody? You need to know what they've tried before. You need to know what goals they have so they can get progress. You need to build your brand so they want to be around you or your group. These things all come from earlier concepts I discussed. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm going to change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy. I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn. To earn the gifts we've been given, 
to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're going to get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot. You'll be motivated and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. Hey all, it's Brendan, and I wanna make sure that you go check out growthday.com. It's an all-in-one personal development platform where you can do everything you would like to do for personal development in one place. You can capture your mindset journaling, set your goals, track your habits and improve them, take wellness challenges, and learn from the highest powered, highest paid, most respected motivational teachers, wellness coaches, and life coaches in the world live every week. One trial, we just call it starter, that's where you're just using the tools. You know, it's the mindset journal where we prompt you with tons of research back prompts to help you become more positive, confident, self-aware, and happy. We've got your goal tracking system. That's where you set your personal development goals and reminders. So like reminders to meditate or reminders to call your partner and flirt or, you know, reminders to make sure that you do this one project. It's also got, importantly, your habit tracking system. This is where you can track your high performance habits, which we teach you to do. And then you receive targeted scores and recommended videos to improve those. Our pro level now includes live classes. You know, we've got the best teachers in all of personal and professional development, period, in the app. These folks all charge over $50,000 for a one hour keynote, but they're live every single month in growth day teaching for 45 minutes. Then we have what we call all access. And that's where you get the tools plus the live classes, but also over 20 deep dive, powerful life transformative courses. So these courses, these classes, these are things that would cost over $3,000 a month to access. But Growth Day Pro, as an example, is less than a buck a day. Your personal development is worth a dollar a day. Your access to these people is worth a dollar a day. But you can start free right now when you go to growthday.com. Uh, Mitchell Smith, what are things to have in mind when having multiple people running the masterminds? Uh, Mitchell meaning like he might have a trainer or a coach or even people from the masterminds participating and facilitating the mastermind. I think the most important thing, Mitchell, is that you have to have some type of curriculum in place. Meaning if it's just a bunch of random people getting up on stage and it doesn't feel like there's a theme or a through line, then people kind of get confused and they're like, am I at a seminar versus a mastermind? I think, so a theme throughout everything you do that unites things on each day of the mastermind is important that you make each of the people speak to, right? So if my at my mastermind, I have, you know, Ethan or Dean or Randy or others, Mel or others get up on stage and I'll say to them, hey, when you're up on stage, make sure you hit these points. Make sure you tie this theme together so it feels like one cohesive thing. Second, you've got to make sure that these other people running the, the Mastermind Mitchell, they are allowing and setting up a lot of group dialogue. So I call them stand-in chairs, right? So if you ever been to my events, stand up, group of five, three minutes each, discuss these three topics, go. And we give them timing that person needs to be trained to do that. Get the audience's attention, put them in groups, whether at their table group or standing and share groups, give them a time for each person to have the share, understand how to get them out because at a mastermind, everyone will talk and they'll talk over you. Even to this day, 
people in Puerto Rico, there was one session that people just, I couldn't get the room back. And I've been doing this for 10 years. People were just, they were so excited. And I was like, hey, people, shut up. You know, I, I didn't really say that, but, or maybe I did. I probably did. I was like worked up. Um, but you have to train that person to, that, that's facilitation, right? A lot of people get up and talk, but the mastermind wants to be facilitated. And to, at a mastermind, remind the people running it, also Mitchell, to provide ample Q&A time. Like do a lot more Q&A than you think you should. Like I'm always surprised by that, that masterminds. People are like, ah, oh, we need more Q&A time. I'm like, we did three hours of it collectively yesterday, but they still want more because not everybody got their answer. So I think that's really important. I hope that helps you, Mitchell. Howard Primer, what is the minimum and optimum size for productive mastermind? This is so good. Thank you, Howard, for this question because I have not addressed this. I don't believe there is a minimal or optimal size. I am absolutely against the idea of, of, of saying, there's only gonna be 50 people in this. Because guess what? I ran groups with 50 people for two or three years and they're like, we should get some more people. It's, it's human nature. Everyone says, we, only, we want less people, Brendan. But at some point with less people, they get bored. I do believe, Howard, it's not about the size. It's always about the facilitation. It's, can you do with the groups everything I've previously mentioned? Can you make sure they have time talking around a table? Can you do enough Q&A? Can you make sure that you're facilitating the shares and everyone's getting heard? Uh, I've learned, Howard, that to me personally, I think anything above 250 people gets harder to facilitate. My personal sweet spot, my my like favorite size depends on how many days we're doing. If we're sticking to that standard number of days at two and a half or three days, my personal favorite size is 40 to 50. That's my fit. 40 to 50 keeps it interesting, keeps it moving, keeps a lot of people meeting each other. And it makes people feel like they've got a, a broad enough network that they're getting value from the mastermind. But I would say the deepest and longest lasting masterminds I've ever had, Howard, were all, you know, less than 50. You know, they were in that 30 people range. And so A, it's a personal preference. B, it's a financial goal, right? It's like, let's say you're charging $5,000 for your mastermind. Well, if you get 10 people in there, that's 50,000. So if you get 20 people in there, that's 100,000. That's a, that's can be, you know, life altering for people when you start talking about finances. So I think it's a very important thing to think what's instead, how do I want to facilitate it? Right. Let me give an example, Howard, the group I had this last weekend, we had 35, which counted our spouses. So we probably had really call it 25 active participants and on any given day. And for me with that group, all I had to do because they were more experienced all I had to do with that group is I'd motivate everybody in the morning with a little motivational speech. And then we'd start and we'd say, okay, what's the major thing you're working on that you have a question about, you know, something that you're trying to build or you need help promoting or you need some connections into what's a major project or promotion or goal you have coming up this year and what questions you have or insight do you need from the group? Go. And I, all they did, Howard, is I gave each person 15 minutes for that where they got to share. And I said, you can share for the whole, you can share for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, but you only have 15 minutes in which you get the feedback too. So most people were sharing in that, call it between four minutes and eight minutes. They'd share their situation. Then they'd say, okay, what do you guys think? And then we just do 10 minutes, giving them lots of feedback, lots of ideas, uh, recommendations of meet this person, go to this event, buy this thing, read this book. Here was my experience. And Howard, I could do that with 30 people. And so I limited that group because I knew, I was like, if they come this far, they're gonna wanna feel heard to the whole group, not just at the tables, right? When you do, the more people you do, like when we do 200 people, not every person by, I mean, barely any will get to get up and speak to the whole group outside of Q and A, but they'll get to share at their tables. So it depends on how much you want them to share. I hope that helps. Uh, Jose Luis is asking, how can you start a mastermind if you're starting in social media? 
When's the best time if you don't have the followers? And where can you start a mastermind and build a solid foundation? Um, Jose, my recommendation to you would be don't start a mastermind yet. What I would say, in my personal opinion, not everyone agrees, I might get a good rhythm of a whole year of good content out there, right? If you're gonna sell something, if you're gonna sell something, Jose, and you're just starting social media, the first thing I would sell is a subscription. A monthly program where you are training people on how to do something, where you, it's once or twice a month, you go live for them and you teach that group something and you charge a lower end membership fee for that online membership. Maybe that fee is $29 all the way up to $99 a month. That would be my recommendation. Establish that so you, you get in a rhythm of teaching and adding value at that level. Establish that content and that social media presence so people know who you are. And then when you feel like that's going, because I mean, some of you that can go in three months, some of you that be six months, then get your application ready and start going live on social media and saying, listen, some of you guys know I hold a private group where I facilitate people to grow and learn and implement these things. And that private group is called my mastermind. Click the link in my bio to apply. I think usually my recommendation is be in the industry for one to three full years, then start the mastermind. Not everyone agrees with that. But I also think, remember, you're charging the most for your mastermind and you want to do a great job with them. And I think it's powerful and it's easier to get more of them involved when you have some content they can look to and go, oh, this person's been adding some real value. Not everyone agrees with me on that one, Jose. A lot of people say, put an application together now, email all of the people you know in your life and try to get them to apply to be part of your first group. And I think that is also valid. If you have a previous existing group outside of social media, because Jose's question was, if you're just starting in social media, but maybe you have an email list. Maybe you've had a downline before. Maybe you've already been parts of lots of groups and you already keep in touch with a ton of people through WhatsApp. I don't know. So if you have a previous existing group and it's well-established and you've done a good job of serving them or contributing, I'm like, get that application out right now. Get on with your bad self. But if you're just starting, I have to answer that way. Lexi. How can I set up my mastermind? Can I do it by meeting people locally and offering a workshop about mastermind and a freebie? Lexi, yes. I didn't mention that as one of my favorite ways or the most effective or efficient ways, but it could be. And so to be clear, you could just say in your local city, hey, getting people together on this topic, on this date, at this time, get them together and wow them and then hand out the application, Lexi, and say, if you would like to continue doing groups like this with me, this first one was free, so we could add value and meet members of the community. But if you wanna go deeper and you really wanna to advance together and progress together, and you want these unique strategies and this unique access to me, then it's a mastermind and then hand out the application. So you absolutely can do that, Lexi. That's a great question. Let's see, Patrick Mosier, the word mastermind seems to have been incredibly watered down. Is there a better term? Patrick, nothing is watered down. And this is important, particular Patrick, you've been in the industry for a while now. You're used to it, you see it, you sense it everywhere, but go out to 40 average humans on the street and they don't really get the concept and they've never been in one and they've never been invited into one. So it's just the same as, you know, Russell was joking at this last mastermind saying, you know, for a decade, people have been telling him, Russell, webinars are dead. And webinars is still the primary way he grows his business doing, you know, over $100 million in sales a year. So don't believe that. I just heard literally, Patrick, yesterday, someone told me, ah, oh, the wellness space is so saturated. I'm like, the wellness space just started. Now, for those of us in the industry, it looks like it's been here for two decades. I'm like, it's just, we have 70% of North America overweight or obese. The wellness industry is not saturated. It just doesn't feel effective, <laughs> but it's not saturated, babe. Uh, I hope that helps. Ma Patrick, absolutely not watered down. I promise you that. Is there a better term? Something I think is important. Some of you might not call what you do mastermind as an offer, but the process you're doing at your event is masterminding. 
Let me give you an example. So is there a better term? Yeah, you might call it your high-level group coaching program or, you know, Patrick Mosier's, you know, private blank. So you might bring in a private group, right? I might have a group one day just called HPX as a private group. And HPX is a private group. That's what I sell it as. It's, it's a brand name. It doesn't have to be, the word mastermind doesn't have to be to it, which I know is part of your question, but I wanted to make sure I let everyone know. Our industry, just like everyone says, oh, social media is so saturated. I'm like, social media hasn't even begun yet. We're literally in the infancy, infancy of social media. Like, remember, we still got to get another 2.7 billion people to have smartphones. Like, we're just warming up. Okay. Kimberly Lee, what's the price point for a three-day event or an online mastermind? It depends, Kimberly, with what's in the offer. I would say the price point, again, on average, is $5,000 up to $20,000. Now, some people, they do one event a year, and they charge $20,000 for that three days. That's their mastermind. That's all they offer. People like me, that same thing, $20,000, you come to two live events, you get tickets to other stuff, you get course stuff, and you get me in a Zoom. I do that because I have the scale and the team to pull that off, and I am a dork. I like it. I can't say it's the best model, but Kimberly Lee, what's important to know is you have to choose the model that's right for you, and do not spend more than 15 minutes thinking about your price. Because I'll be like, ah, someday I'll figure out my price and I'll start. I'm like, no, choose a price, set up the application and start there. My first mastermind, I charged $25,000 because I saw someone else was charging $25,000. And I only had, I think nine people in it. And I worked all year long to get the nine people. Like literally worked all year to get the nine people in it. And, you know, at some point I was like, well, maybe I should change the price point. Maybe I should, you know, get more people. I was like, no, that's the price point. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to learn. See, it's, it's not about can you get the price. It's about set the price, then build the marketing to justify the price. Never hope to get a price architect the conversation to get the price. You know, I was charging way too much early in my career and people were showing up. I look back as a young little Brendan and I go, oh, you cute, dumb little. And, but I was charging, like I was charging the same as Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins in my first five years. I'm like, wow, I definitely wasn't as skilled as those guys. I was definitely just starting out, but I knew my unique value and I knew I would be there for them. And it would be me personally. And I was like, I need to build in the value that I want to charge what I want. So pick a price, build in the value to charge, set up the marketing to justify that price. That would be my recommendation to you. Uh, Matt, I'm looking to join a mastermind. It can feel overwhelming when trying to decide which one to join. Just because someone is an influencer doesn't necessarily mean that they would be great in leading a mastermind. Hallelujah, truth, Matt. Um, what are some key things to look for before joining a mastermind? And this is a great question for you all, especially if you're going to sell it, because remember, you're gonna have to sell these things, okay? Number one thing, I'm gonna come back to the selling points. I hope this will serve. Number one, Matt, does that person who is running the mastermind know the strategies that are necessary for your personal progress in your career or your life? Meaning, I would not personally join a mastermind unless I can look to that person. They don't have to be more, they don't have to be wealthier than me. They don't have to be more famous than me because I'm in a mastermind right now where I would say almost no one in my industry knows this person. So they're not famous. I out earn this person 20 to one, but I'm in their mastermind because they know this one unique thing that I see as incredibly important to me to figure out. And they've gathered other people in that room who also have figured that thing out. And they're masterminding on that. And I'm kind of the oddball guy out. I don't know how to do that yet. So I want to get around the players who are doing that very thing. And so I joined. 
because they're discussing a strategy that is important to me and I suck at. So I don't want anyone to get caught into, oh, it has to be, you know, X level of success. I want to say, no, do they have the strategies that you need? And have they proven with a track record that their strategies can get something done? Second, access to the group. I want to know who these people are in the group or do I like them? Meaning I want to meet somebody in the group. One of the reasons I sell mastermind at my events is because we have mastermind members all around the group and you can meet them. You can meet them at the VIP dinner. You can meet them, you know, in the hallways. It's like, oh, I met somebody in Brandon's mastermind. Oh, and they were human. They weren't even alien. I like them. Okay. And getting that proximity is important. So yeah, I want you to meet somebody in their mastermind if you can, Matt. I think that's really, really, really critical. I would say the last thing is, Matt, ask about the level of support. Ask about the level of support. Are you going to receive individualized support in the mastermind that you need? And if it's not individualized support, is it something where you get to ask the person? Like for us, that's why we started doing, you know, in my mastermind this year, where or last year, I guess it was, where I do the Zoom call every single month. I just hop in for an hour or 90 minutes and I just take as many questions as come up and when it seems to peter out of questions, I'm leaving. So that's like an open office hours to me personally. You wanna know you have that ability to ask them a question. It's okay if it's in Facebook or some other medium. It's okay if it's their email. It's okay if it's Zoom. It's Or it's okay if it's even their team. But is there an outlet for you to, to, to receive some type of individualized support and I'm not talking about individualized services. I'm just saying, can you ask the question? That's the most important thing. Is there a, a medium for that, even if you can't get it every time? And those are the things I think about the most, Matt. And then if I had a lot of freedom and choice, personally, I would go to the most accomplished in my industry set. So, uh, you know, wh who's ever you perceive as having the most success with integrity, in that space. I hope that serves you. Okay, with that guys, I know I got to a lot of questions. I wanna just give a, a few sort of parting thoughts on masterminds. One, if you don't have a high ticket offer, this is probably it. There's two high ticket offers in being an influencer. The highest thing that you charge. Number one is coaching individually, one-on-one -on -one with you. And number two is a high-end group a high fee group called a mastermind. Those two things are invaluable in building out the profitability of your company so that you can grow faster. I would not be here if I had not been running masterminds all along the way because there are many years where maybe my funnel didn't make money, but thank gosh I had a higher ticket fee that you know sort of hid all the problems of that. Uh, there were years when I was trying to really get a group of people doing something in the industry. And I could use the mastermind and give them that strategy, give them that tools and let them go do it. Like when we launched the uh, seven day live launch, I taught my mastermind that first and foremost. And now I've got what, 17 or 18 amazing track records from mastermind members rolling out something that I wanted to go in the marketplace. So I think it's a really valuable thing for you to have. And also share, it's so fun. If you're a people person, to be able to put on an event and basically chat with people. At my last mastermind in Puerto Rico, for those who were there, I stayed out that last night, took a picture with every single last human to the point where both Jessica, who's taking pictures and is off camera right here, hi Jessica, and I were starving. I mean, the whole team, like we didn't know I was gonna be there that late. I stayed, the sun went down and I just, as many people as we could get through and talk to, that was 230 some people everybody got a picture if they were there. I mean, it was just like, I like people. I love to see how they hear their story real fast, get the picture, hey, good for you, meet the kids, take the picture with the husband, whatever it is. I mean, it's just super fun. And so I think having events, there's nothing like it. I think getting people together live in a room is going to be the ultimate competitive advantage through 2025. Because what's gonna happen is more and more people are turning to this and more and more people are turning to this. And what's happening is they're striving alone and they're feeling like not just lonely in their career, they're, they're genuinely feeling disconnected from their own industry or their own field of expertise. 
And so if you're the person that brings them together and you create a unique experience for them, they'll follow you for life. They'll refer you for life. They'll maybe be members of something, you know, for their lifetime value will be so huge for your business. And, and you're not doing it for lifetime value. You're doing it because that's just, it's a hole in the marketplace right now. So few people are doing events anymore. They just stopped because, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's easier to sell something on the internet than to host an event. But when you learn to host an event, you learn every other skill needed to succeed as an influencer. You learn to put a web page together, sell something online, sell tickets, host people, teach from stage. You get a stage to go out to other people in the industry, to have other speakers now, to build, to build, to build with the community. If I didn't have a stage and I didn't have masterminds, I would not be in the position I've been so fortunate to be in to be able to have literally the world's most influential influencers come over to my house. So I, I really recommend that you think about that deeply. It's time to have a high ticket thing. For those who are just like, I'm just beginning though, I'll never be able to do this. Like I said, please remember, maybe you already have a community you can tap into with some applications. Reach out to them and say, I'm gonna to put together a high level group. This is what we're achieved together. This is what we're gonna to do together. This is the offer. Apply if you're interested. Get them on the phone, close them, get that first group together. And do not be embarrassed if that first group of people is just like five or nine people like little Brendan Burchard had, because that's a start and it teaches you the skill to scale from there. Hey, it's Brendan. And I want to tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post. We can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content, in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community, and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I wanna jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? 
how do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com.